Welcome to the Conscious Living Show with your host, Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce, and her husband, Dr. Mark Pierce. The health of your sex life reflects the health of other aspects of your life. While this may not be the only factor, it certainly contributes to the degree you'll enjoy a well-rounded, healthy, happy, sexy life. Now, here is Dr. Nancy and Dr. Mark. Well, good morning and welcome to the Conscious Living Show. Mark and I are here to talk to you about all of our favorite topics and uh, see what we can create. Good morning, babe. Good morning, dear. You sound kind of distant to me. <laughs> well, we are in our we are each in our home, but it just they just happen to be different homes. <laughs> well, it, I was wondering. It, it almost sounds like I thought you were in in jail for a little bit. Well, I was. I was. So this would be like I was jail. talking to you while you're in jail. Not not good for a sex life. That's for sure. Well. No, I don't know that fa- Facebook jail didn't even offer conjugal visits. <laughs> so why were you so, in Facebook uh, jail? Well, because of this unconsciousness that our society has. Um, we have this unconscious uh, about being equal and when we're not. You know, I, I posted a beautiful artistic photo that you actually happened to take. And it was silhouetted. It was me doing a yoga pose. And there was a, a, a hint of a shadow, all silhouetted, so it was all dark, of a, of a nipple shape. And I got 30 days in jail from Facebook, even after I asked for a manual review. And, and so that means you can't use Facebook at all for the next 30 days. Right, you can't rep- and you can't use Messenger. You can't post anything. You can't reply to anything. You can't uh, use it for promotion. You know, because I use it for all my promoting. I ha- that's my biggest account. So, so there's have- some uh, there's some financial impact uh, with uh, Facebook jail then, and that's how they're Huge. trying to yeah. steer your uh, consciousness there. Right. It's a a form of control. Everybody is concerned about how much control Facebook has, although you've been on sites where there's no control at all and it gets pretty chaotic. Yes, yes. I think no no control at all. You know, when you you want to try to rely on human nature to control itself, for the most part, I think people do good, but it's like when when you've leashed people for so long and then you unleash them, I think everybody tends to go a little wild at first. That's kind of what the um, what adolescence is about, right? So there is this adolescent behavior that happens. However, you know, when when you're posting things that really are artistic and self-expression that aren't sexual in nature, that wouldn't be offensive or harmful to any person that saw them, and you're still penalized as a woman for having the same uh, nipple tissue as males, but males aren't penalized for their nipples showing, just the female. And I found out that it's not even the areola. It's the tip. It's the nipple tip. So this eraser-sized part of a human body has become 
this. Well, they uh, they have to have something that searches, uh, you know, through the through the. Um, uh, it's it's an an intelligence program that kind of finds these things. So it might be kind of fun to put up some camouflage. Well, I did. I put up a picture of a woman with a sweater on that had nipples um, embroidered all over the sweater. <laughs> well, that's that's your nature, but uh, but we still need some controls, and yet, uh, you know. So how do we give uh, Facebook some feedback that 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 you know nipples and breast tissue should not necessarily be on their list? Uh, might be interesting to do a survey. So if you're listening, send us your comments. Are you offended if you see uh, a female body uh, with uh, the nipples exposed? Is that something that's uh, outwardly offensive and should be banned from uh, Facebook? We have to set these well, standards and, ourselves rather than letting Facebook set them. And But the irony is that the, the, um, the nipples... If you have, if I had a very, very sheer fabric, so sheer you could see everything through it, but it was a fabric, it was a sheer fabric. If I had that on and you could see my nipple, you could see blatantly lit up the areola, the nipple, everything. But if it had a piece of sheer fabric over it, that would be okay. Well, it sounds like I'm going to get to take a lot more pictures. (laughs) <laughs> we got to get more sheer, sheer fabric. Well, what is, what is I mean, wrong once you know the rule and how it is um, currently to stay out of jail, which affects you financially, why wouldn't you just follow the rule? Well, I thought I was following the rule because not, nothing was showing. But, but you needed, was, we need to was, let everybody know it's changing the, the rule. They're not consistent with the rule uh, because... Um, you know, I've, I've been, I've been, I've been jailed for sheer fabric when others aren't. I'm jailed for nipple shadows when others aren't. I'm jailed for these things. And men send me, you know, really graphic, um, genital uh, photographs and they're not punished for it. So there's this inconsistency, which just just blows up the idea of the inequality in our attitudes. Well, that might be a way to gender. investigate their system. If you're looking at looking at their system, then you want to um, start posting pictures of men and see how fast they come down. See how quickly you can end up in jail with um, men pictures that are that truly are offensive. If that happens right away, or if they're not part of their uh, screening uh, process that would be very enlightening to see what the denominator of the equation is. You certainly know what's in the oh. numerator: exposed nipples with the tip showing. Mm-hmm. If you if I posted them on on out out in the profiles, I I would get jailed because I did do that <laughs> in <laughs> retribution. Um, I I I called a guy out and I had I had cu- I had taken a. a a scratch pad and I had covered his genitals, <clears throat> but you could still tell the shape and I got jailed again for that. <laughs> well, they do wield a lot of power. So it's, uh, there's two processes to that understanding their rules and then deciding if you want to try to change our consciousness about the, the female breast and what it symbolizes and what it, uh, 
and and whether or not it should be covered or shamed or or um, just to, you know kind of um, accepted. So that you're always on a mission, dear, and I I can see that that's uh, something that you're passionate about. It certainly it certainly seems to be out of proportion, you know, but. There are, it is uh, it is pretty unwieldy out there and uh, with um, Facebook they're they're struggling they're getting hit from all sides so there has to be some some empathy with such a system that's so big to try to control it and as you have you as you know um, as soon as you put on the mask you can uh, be a little bit more freer and sometimes it gets out of control I, I've always wanted to go to a masquerade party with you. <clears throat> We're going to do that in October. Oh, is that right? That's a masquerade yeah, party. Yeah, on a mask. People ought to yeah. want to attend that one because they they see they see you on the internet being quite bold with your statements. So put you behind a mask uh, might be kind of interesting to see if there's a different kind of coming out with Nancy party there. <laughs> well, maybe that people will want to come to the to the masquerade party we're attending in in uh, on the twenty. 20- Fifth or sixth of October in New York City. That would be great. Yeah, if you want to meet Nancy, uh, yeah. and you won't have to look at my face because it'll when I when she says things because it'll be behind a mask too. <laughs> yes. So do we have? Yeah, time I think to talk I think that's going to be a fun party in New York. Um, for yeah. sure. No nipple shaming will be allowed there. <laughs> there you go. There might be a few exposed nipples. Is that what you're saying? Free the nipples. Free the Bring nipples. The <laughs> Well, I hope, I I know this is one thing that you really view as an inequality. So, you know, we have to uh, respect that possibility and, uh, and, uh, you know, and, and roll with that and uh, see, see where you can, uh, what you can do. You want to try to uh, have the unconsciousness between men and women's bodies uh, a little more conscious. Why are we so upset? What's going on here? You know? So, yeah, well, who harmed? Well, who's harmed by the reveal of a nipple? I mean, my God, uh, they feed babies, right? Well, that's true too. Well, that was shame for a long time as well. People still don't yeah. know exactly what to do with feeding a baby with the breasts out in public. You know, and right. I think the current it's etiquette the is to is to cover, um, and uh, you know, hopefully, it's not a hundred degrees outside. Right. Well, they've they've actually told women to go to the bathroom, go in the restroom and feed your baby. It's like, no, you take your plate and go in the bathroom and eat your dinner in there. <laughs> I mean, that's disgusting. Yeah, right? that is true. To, yeah. Let's. Why would you ever send a woman to a public restroom to feed her baby? That's despicable. Yeah. So do we have a minute just just to just to call out the fact that the first lady was so nipple shamed by a dress she wore over Fourth of July, and we need to stop this. Women, men, all of us need to stop shaming women for their bodies. Stop it. Well, when this you see cruel. when you see somebody who's dressed nice, you have to realize that that's one of the concepts that you've tried to impart on people. Is is it? They're expressing themselves. It's not about them, uh, you know, about the person who's looking. It's about how the person feels about themselves. So they might be feeling right. hot or cold or or just want to feel a little bit more free. And it doesn't mean that they that they should be called out or shamed, you know. Right. You know, that's, right. Uh, 
that's mean. It's just mean, you know. Um, leave, you know, if you don't like somebody's politics, you don't like somebody's uh, work that they do, um, their attitude, whatever. But to shame women for their bodies, it just needs to stop. Well, it's we all part women. of a bigger, a bigger concept. People are shamed yeah. for their sexuality. They're shamed for. Yeah for, um, you know, how they behave, they're shamed all the time. And I think that your bigger concept is, you know, let's stop shaming people as a way to control them. It doesn't work anymore. If, if you're out there and you use shaming, you know, you should just know that it's going to come back at you um, uh, tenfold now. They figured it out. Uh, it isn't an effective way. They're not unconscious about it. They're not, they're going to come back at you full force if you try to use shame as a method of control um, uh, in in their behavior. And uh, right. I see you coming out full force, dear. So, well, we're going <laughs> to have a break coming up here in a minute, and I get to talk about uh, uh, some current events in uh, Planned Parenthood and healthcare. So, awesome. uh, I, I'll be interested to see your feelings about it, because I got a little different... Uh, take on how uh, this should go, yeah, as, as, as we always seem to have a little different idea of, of how things should work. All right, dear? We are the yin and yang. <laughs> we, we certainly are. So uh, we'll be back in a minute uh, to talk about Planned Parenthood. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. The Voice America Live Events Channel is here now to showcase your corporate, individual, or organization's live event. Visit voiceamerica.com forward slash live events to see all of our past live events and find out more. Whether it's a multi-day conference, special speaker, or single-day event, we've got everything to make your event a success. We can do a few hours or a few days. For more information about taking your event to the next level, call Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or email info at voiceamerica.com. Again, that's Jeff Spinard at 480-294-6417 or send us an email to info at voiceamerica.com. Voice America is where you are and where you want to be. Join us around the globe as we broadcast live from some of the most interesting events available. Don't forget to view all our live events, including on-demand access to past events that you may have missed by visiting voiceamerica.com forward slash live events. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. listening to the conscious living show to reach the doctors or their guest on the live show feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5792 
That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Show. And uh, Mark and I are here solving all the problems of the world today, at least discussing them. (laughs) Well, I think the discussion is important. I think that, you know, things that are important get more airtime, more social media time, and that's how we prioritize. So um, I think there is some, everybody's contributing a little bit, and that's how we vote. Another way that we vote, we vote with our dollars, we vote with our time. Yes, so, we do. So what are we talking about this this segment? Planned Parenthood, well, right? there's been a big announcement uh, in Planned Parenthood. Um, they've received a lot of their funding through Title X for their operations. And when you receive funding from a federal government agency, then you have to follow their guidelines. So you can imagine what that is like. Have you ever had that experience, dear? Yes, I have. When we got a grant to the state of California to do a diabetes and pregnancy program. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> yeah, I, I thought we were going to have some money that we could really leverage uh, and work with. But what did we end up doing yeah. with that money? They, they, they told us how to advertise with it. <laughs> it was kind we of fascinating. It, you know, it was almost like useful. It was like we were a pawn. Um, They couldn't spend the money directly, so they created a grant, gave us a grant, and then told us how to spend the grant. Um, uh, Not helpful at all. No. No, more work for us. (laughs) This this relates to to Planned Parenthood because this is exactly where the the, uh, birth control abortion issues arise because this is funded through a federal federal agency, so they have to follow federal law. And one of the laws that's out there is, is that no federal money can be used to purchase or to have an abortion. Um, that has to be funded at a different level, either privately or state, but not federal money. So Title X uh, is hamstringed by that or does not have the ability to use that money. Now, different people have different ideas about how that goes. And um, Planned Parenthood has finally had enough, is kind of what is the announcement. Good. Excellent. Yeah, I think I, I like that you said that, because I think that good is the right response. At first, we get defensive because we think they're taking something away. But dependency is never a good thing. You like feeling right. dependent, don't you, dear? <laughs> you said independent, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, how, how do you feel independent with domination? Well, that I totally feel independent because I get to choose whether I'm dominated or not. <laughs> Let's well, keep it going. <laughs> I guess we're kind of indirectly talking about Planned Parenthood, but uh, yes. uh, but I think that uh, anytime you're you're owing to or obligated to an agency that has a different set of rules, it's going to be a difficult uh, relationship. And I think that at Planned Parenthood, they finally had enough. So I'll be curious to see. And this is where we have to uh, support Planned Parenthood's next way of being funded. If you believe in the, the mission of Planned Parenthood, if you believe in what they're accomplishing, then they're going to need donations. They're going to need money to make up for what they've lost in this federal grant. 
And hopefully the federal government will give that money back to us in terms of balancing the deficit. Uh, but uh, right now they're talking about using the money to talk more about abstinence. So they're going to spend oh money to God, talk about no, not doing. Really? Yeah, really? so they want to spend that money to talk about not doing instead of uh, uh, acknowledging that um, most people have sex even when they aren't necessarily thinking they're going to be doing that later that evening. It's a very strong um, drive, you know. So, well, that, that's, that, that's just another symptom of our of our of our government absolutely needing no evidence to the, make the decisions that they make. They don't need any right. They don't need any clear pathway. They're just completely bringing their religious bias into the arena of government. I hope I hope that the court system will not allow the federal government to fund religion and religion should be <clears throat> in general a little leery of that because once they get funded the federal government will do the same thing to them as they did to Planned Parenthood. They will have opinions on how and what they're allowed to teach and what they're allowed to say. And I think that there's a pretty important uh, part of our Constitution that says that religion should be separate from our government, per se. So um, well, we, hopefully we'll they won't fall into that on, trap as well. well. We'll have to do another show on that because... I'm I'm very curious about how these churches um, be, are tax exempt, and is and isn't that government and church kind of collaborating? So we I can, think that's a good that that's a good office. question. Yeah, I don't I don't understand the tax exempt status as well, and um, and again that makes them vulnerable because anytime you're given something, it can be taken away. So people need to learn that right now. There's huge opportunity out there. You know, try to find some work to support yourself because once you have that money, you have a lot more independence in terms of how you can live your day-to-day -day life, including the need for Planned Parenthood. If you need those services and you have the money to pay for them and you don't need to ask a third party, you're in way better situation. I had a patient at the clinic in that situation. I could order any test I wanted without asking an insurance company. So this dependency, so I, I like what Planned Parenthood is doing. Dependency, I know how much you love dependency, dear. <laughs> well, I, and I think that th this will that this will put Planned Parenthood in a different light um, in terms of, you know, I hope that people realize that, that the percentage of um, what Planned Parenthood does that is a, that is related to abortions is is infinitesimal. I mean, it's such a small small piece of their purpose, and they really they've been known to serve the underserved, and education, and birth control, and condoms, and STI testing and treatment, and just general uh, women's health care that w women don't have access to, like we think in, the, in many parts of the country, they don't have access. They, they don't have money. They don't have cars. And so when we take these clinics out, we really do a lot of harm. Yeah, it leaves, it leaves people uh, you know, locally uh, in jeopardy. And um, 
and that does have an effect. So I think, again, once they're independent, no one else other than the people who are using the service. Now, if people aren't able to support Planned Parenthood in their neighborhood, then it will go away because then it was just a service being provided by the federal government. But hopefully, exactly. hopefully we can get enough donations and support that it will have a, it will exist on its own without uh, the dependency. I think anytime you inject dependency into a system, it can uh, get real tricky in terms of how it operates and how it functions. I, I live that every day in healthcare. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, what is it that? Um that doctors can do um, and, and our communities can do and corporations can do to support Planned Parenthood? Well, I think the first thing is, is that doctors need to support the concept of planning, planning pregnancies and offer more services at the primary care level. Um, right. This is, you know, the topic of abortion is very difficult. And if some people decide that they don't want to continue a pregnancy, the sooner it is interrupted, the more natural it feels and the less psychological injury that might occur with that type of uh, situation. And yet they don't have access to services that would make that happen. So I think there are medications that doctors can just prescribe orally. They don't have to, it could be an office visit and uh, a prescription to handle their their situation. Uh, that's the same for birth control. Ironically, the only thing that you don't need to go to a doctor for that's pretty easy is a condom. So right. guys, right. get out there and start wearing condoms. You are responsible for these pregnancies that are occurring. Um, you, know, and you know what's interesting is these abstinence-only programs um, have a real uh, target towards women more than men. If you look at the chastity uh, ball and the the the, um, the you know the, the savior virginity and all these different um, ceremonies, it's all women, not you know, high percentage of women, the girls that this this is targeting. So they're still not holding boys and men responsible for birth control. Well, I think it's starting to occur. More and more men are aware of how much child support costs, and it goes on for quite some time. And they will dock your wages and your tax returns uh, to get the money. So um, it becomes very difficult to avoid. So there are starting consequences are starting to occur, which I think is a good thing, yeah, especially yeah. if these are, men are the ones that are making it difficult for women to make these decisions. So. Um, it's going to force men to step up. I mean, just the concept of having to use a condom. Men generally don't like how it feels. Um, uh, whatever you know, that they have to. They can't have it both ways. If they want to preach uh, about this, they need to do all that they can do to avoid it. So yeah. there you go. Mm-hmm. There we go. Yeah. Okay. So Planned Parenthood. Um, do, do, do some homework, find out all the good things that they've been doing that they want to do and that we need them to do. We don't really have another service like that that supports uh, uh, education in the way that they do and really helps people who, it doesn't matter what your financial situation is, it's, it's there to help. 
Well, they might be the only one. They might be the only one providing the service that you need. So, you know, if you don't want it to go away, you do need to support what they're doing with your dollar, with your vote, with your energy. And um, if you believe it's a good program, probably with your donations. And I think again, a diverse funding source will keep Planned Parenthood more mainstream and more accountable than a federal government uh, funding source. Independence is a good thing. So in the third segment, we've got a word of the day, dear. Um, what what word is uh, are we going to come up with here? We're going to talk about assume. Assuming and how you can be assume. unconscious when you're assuming things, huh? Yes. <laughs> when you assume, you're generally unconscious, I think. <laughs> <laughs> Notice how quick I was picking up on that. That was good. Yeah, you're right. quick. <laughs> I'm quick. Thank you, dear. All right. Well, yeah. we'll be back back in a minute, and we'll be talking about the word of the day, assume. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communications specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health & Wellness. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Show. Mark and I are talking about the word assume now. Boy, dear, I didn't realize that you were going to do a math segment for me. I love it. (laughs) Put my shirt back on. Okay. So here's, here's here's the conundrum for you as a mathematician. We don't need to be the same to be equal. That's the riddle for you today. We don't, we don't need, need to, to be, be the, the same. same to be equal. Well, in math, we would say, assume X equals Y. See how subtle that is? We've been saying that all along. <laughs> right. <laughs> you picked up on that, right? I did. You did? Oh, wow, you're fast. I I love it. 
I, I took science too. <laughs> you did. You took a math class, a couple math classes. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, I too think many. math has been used over the ages to as the as the perfect logic. So, if you can incorporate math into your logic, then it will become more uh, understandable. People, more other people, understand you a little bit better. Understand a person a little bit better if they're using math. I better be careful here. I'm assuming here. <laughs> but in human beings, we've we've made these uh, assumptions that men and women aren't equal. That uh, that it's that there's a superiority or an inferiority. That there's a hierarchy in humans and women um, in our the women's movement have been uh, criticized for either losing our femininity and trying to be men to be equal. And well, I think, then, what, I think that's where people try to oversimplify. You know, they, they, they want to look at a person, a man or a woman, and say, because they're a man, I can assume these qualities. And that's getting more and more difficult. It's getting even more difficult to assume their sexual preference based on their genetic type. Uh, and this, these are big well, concepts that we've thrown out uh, recently. Well, I think the, 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 the error here is that we've, we have made these assumptions and we've been wrong way more than we know. But people don't like to believe that because we believe our own assumptions. We, I assume that if you look a certain way, that you like a certain person. And I move on with my life with that assumption. That's my, my little framework of assuming. But well, it, may, it, it prob- probably has nothing to do with your reality. Do we just need to know uh, that we're assuming and then use that as a base? Okay, you know, you look like a girl. I'm going to assume all of the things about girls uh, that seem to be true, and then now try to narrow it down a little bit. Now, what does this person really represent rather than uh, try to put that in concrete, so to speak? You know. I mean, that's a great question. Should we just go with our assumptions? And I, I think, sadly, when we go with our assumptions, we are, those are called biased. And when we're biased, we, tip, we typically are going to create some harm from our bias. There has to be an efficiency, though. When you meet somebody, you don't have time to learn about that individual completely. As a matter of fact, we're still on a quest to learn about each other. So, right. um, uh, so we do make right, these but- assumptions in order to, it's an efficiency thing. So you just have to keep them to yourself and then... And then find out what is really true as they become relevant. I mean, that's one approach. Well, and I think that we need to look at why do I need to have these assumptions to begin with? What is it? What is it about my assumptions? Is it is it giving me comfort? Is it making me feel superior? Is it letting me know where I stand? Is it because? Sometimes you go, why do you need that information? It has nothing to do with you. It isn't going to affect you. Like whether uh, two men get married to each other, the only people that affects is them. 
if I go to a bar and I go, gosh, I'd like to have a relationship, a heterosexual relationship, and I look around the bar, I don't have to ask or approach everyone in the bar to start to work toward that goal. I can eliminate 50% of the people in the room. Maybe. (laughs) Maybe. Maybe. (laughs) That's a huge assumption. That's a huge assumption because you don't know you don't know what's between their ears matches what's in their pants. Well, that's like I said, a lot of a lot of you have to then work your way down and try to understand, you know, with these individuals. <laughs> but you you right. have right. unfortunately you have eliminated some people that might be interesting out of the out of um, efficiency. You you don't have time to talk to all. The people in the room. If you talked, if you were uh, looking for a relationship and you went in and just talked to women, and that wasn't your interest at all, it wouldn't be as efficient as if you talked to men. Uh, even if some sure. men were women and men were men, you know, it's still going to be more efficient to do that. So I think there's some efficiency, unfortunately. Um, well, I think yeah, there's, but, there's always a there's always a narrowing down if you're talking about attraction. And wanting to have an interpersonal relationship, but the reality is, is that people make assumptions about other people all the time that they're not even ever going to have any kind of relationship with. Well, what and I was leading to was, well, what I was leading to was, is that if you, if you are interested in a person and you're going to narrow it down and get to know them better, then then it's okay to have that broad assumption to kind of help you be efficient. But once you get to that situation, now open your mind and be conscious and don't assume that they are going to meet all of those criteria. You have to get to know them. On the other hand, uh, if you have no interest in getting to know a person at a, a deeper level, don't assume anything. Don't, don't go to the bar and start making assumptions that everybody's this way uh, because it's uh, in a certain town or a certain place. Um, and if you're not interested in trying to drill down and get to know somebody at a deeper level, these broad assumptions at at the high level, I think, are where we do some harm, where we start to do generalities, so to speak. You know, yeah. this right. population is this way, or this they're lazy. This group is that. There, there's uh, people coming across the border. Our president has said people coming across the border are axe killers. You know. Right. Um, those type of broad, those type of broad assumptions. I mean, you can be leery of somebody coming across the border. They're kind of desperate. Are they honest? Are they nice? You don't know them, so they right. don't get they don't get the um, uh, benefit of the doubt. But don't label right. them broadly that way. Right. I mean, and we do this around sexuality and gender all the time. We assume that you know women and men are are certain things. Uh, you know, for, for women who, who act sexual or who, who claim to like sex, they're, they're minimized as slut or degenerate. There's something wrong with you. We've even pathologized people who have high, sexual, high sexuality as sex addicts, for which, let me remind the listening audience, there is no such thing. So we've... We've made these assumptions about people's behaviors, about people's looks, uh, 
um, I, I hear this all the time, and Ivy's been guilty of this, of assuming that men in their 30s who live at home with their parents are lazy. Well, I, I just happen to know of a man who moved back home to care for his aging parents and took care of them and through their passing because they didn't have anybody else to take care of them. Yes. And you go, well, you know, you could have made a, a terrible mistake in assuming that he was just lazy when he devoted, you know, the last 15 years of, of his life to caring for his elderly parents. I love our show, The Conscious Living Show, because uh, what people should be getting from this segment is the concept that when you assume, you have to bring that to a different level of consciousness and go, okay, now I need the real information, you know. I think we're always going to assume certain things. It's, it's an efficiency that's built into our genetics. But, you know, then get the real information. Animals do that. They... You know, an animal will be very leery of you until it gets to know your nature. Dogs will cower a little bit until you pet them a few times and they they learn that, uh, oh, I didn't get hit. Uh, this must be a safe zone. And, uh, but they, and uh, humans do it. Humans just are the opposite. Humans think that everybody is good until they prove they're proven otherwise. And I, I talk, we've talked about this on the show, about the benefit of the doubt. You can't give that to somebody you don't know. Well, the, the con people out there really take advantage of that. <laughs> right, right. So what does the word assume stand for? If you break it down, it assumes it, it means us out of you and me. <laughs> yeah, and, and I thought that was a sexual proposition, so you can see how confusing <laughs> it gets. Ass, you. It does look like that. Ass, you, me. <laughs> 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 you win. Question mark, question mark, question mark. <laughs> all right. Well, and people assume that all sex doctors are having sex with all their clients, too. So I get that one a lot. Uh-huh. What, are, what services do you offer is the question I've been getting lately. What services? <laughs> with a little bit of slur on service, huh? Yeah. <laughs> Well, see, they, they, they make their assumption. Now they're, they're drilling down and they're trying to find out what, what Dr. Nan uh, services are. So I'm sure right. you impart on them exactly what your services are. I do. I refer them to my professional website that says what my services are and what yeah. they cost. <laughs> you know, people, uh, people assume that because I'm on social media that I'm going to answer all their questions for free. And I go, I said to this guy the other day, so you're expecting me to stop what I'm doing, sit here and answer all your questions at my expense. They're your questions. But you want me to do it at my expense of my time. Well, especially if it's personal time, that's, that's always needs to be, uh, if you want that available, you got to vote with your dollars. But there, I'm, I am impressed at the number of people. Same thing. Well, at personal time, time. I, yeah, I'm always yeah. impressed with the people that put things up on YouTube that are very helpful, but they did it one time and then it's used many times rather than individual. Any individual, just if you're out there, don't assume that any individual interaction is going to need to be without compensation. It's uh, Unless you're a best friend or, or something along those lines. So ask right. you, me, okay, dear, 
I'm going to put a question mark after that. Question, question, question. <laughs> All right. So what's our next segment? Uh, uh, oh, we're going to talk about what's good in the world. All right. We're going to change yeah. that up. Well, sex is good. Yes, it is. Maybe we could add that in. But, but we've got a few other things on our list that's still good in the world. Where, where the world is, you know, we'll, we'll play John Stossel here for a moment and talk about, you know, it's not all bad. <laughs> all right. Well, we'll be back in a minute. Okay. Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce offers a private practice in clinical sexology, relationship coaching, and is a health, intimacy, and communication specialist. Dr. Nancy is the CEO of ELR. Empower, love, and reawaken. Dr. Nancy passionately designs and facilitates global seminars and retreats for women and those who adore them. She focuses on women's health, teaching them about their body, right to pleasure, positive body image, and loving acceptance. Connect with Dr. Nancy Sutton Pierce at drnsp.com. That's drnsp.com. Can you truly expand your possibilities beyond what your normal capabilities are? It's very possible when you can know more, do more, and be more. Tune in each week to Shift Happens with host Karin Weary and featured guest co-hosts. The world is waiting for you to show off your unique gifts. It starts with healing yourself mentally, emotionally, physically, and spiritually. Once the scars of our past are gone, we can truly begin to shine. Listen live. Every Tuesday at 2 p.m. Eastern Time and 11 a.m. Pacific on Voice America Health and Wellness. Your life, your health, your network. You're listening to Voice America Health and Wellness. You are listening to The Conscious Living Show. To reach the doctors or their guest on the live show, feel free to call in to 1-866-472-5792. That's 1-866-472-5792. Or send an email to Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com. Now, back to The Conscious Living Show. Welcome back. You're listening to The Conscious Living Show. What's good in the world segment? So, What's what's good? We talk, you know, it's it's easy to focus on the negative, right? Absolutely. Yeah, there's a lot of lot of uh, the news seems to do that. Um, they like to the drama. Mm-hmm. Let's get the heart rate well, up. Yeah, I think it, it. You know, getting people fired up is uh, is what the news is all about. But it also seems like there's been a lot. There's been a lot of unrest even more so than usual in the last couple of years. And maybe it's because we've become more politically aware, you know, of, of all the things. But, but let's, let's talk a little bit about this segment about what's, what's, what's on the upswing, Mark? You know, what's, what's better today than it was a year ago? And, and I think that it is positive. It is a, you are able to look at the positives rather than the negatives. And I think it's important to pause and do that. Well, one of the things that I check every month is how we are doing with employment in our country. I know that's a broad topic, and uh, but 
one of the bright spots is is that this economy has been continuing to grow since 2008. It doesn't matter who's responsible for it. it. What matters is the opportunities that it provides for people to live more independently. So I'm always excited about the employment uh, statistics that come out. Of course, there's my math talking. Yeah. <laughs> so, so what kind of statistics are you talking about? Well, unemployment is at its lowest. Uh, their employers are clamoring for even more people to be in the workforce. Uh, people working helps balance our budget, um, which is desperately needed. Uh, it allows people to be more independent. But the data show that all groups are at their lowest level of unemployment ever. So opportunities are out there. Um, the statistics, the Asian groups are the lowest because uh, uh, these. I hated the fact that they break them up by race, but that's the, how the statistics come out. But uh, no matter what race you're in, the numbers are the lowest ever. So you should be able to find some work out there. Now, your expectation shouldn't be to start at the top of a company. And, and some people who are older have the expectation that they can get in or they assume <laughs> that they should be paid more because they're older and have more experience, but your experience may not be relevant in the job that you're doing and you have to start over and work your way up. Yeah. So, um, but have the That's confidence that you can do that because employment equals independence, which is all about personal control. And I think for women, uh, you know, in the employment areas, it should be better than ever for them to be able to work their way up to the top of some of these companies and um, balance out this employment issue that we keep hearing about. Why is there inequality in the workforce? Why, why does that still exist? Um, let's, let's see if we can, uh, how can you say it doesn't have to be equal to be the same? So uh, let's see if we can figure out what the goals are for being comfortable. Uh, no, it doesn't have to be the same to be equal. <laughs> we, we want equality. <laughs> we don't want sameness. And I think, you know, I mean, one, one of the struggles that women are still having in that arena is that now men are refusing to mentor women. And so women aren't getting the same opportunities. So we need to have more, um, more brave men to step up and, know that they can they have self control, that they they aren't going to attack or minimize or 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 sexualize women that they're mentoring and to do it in a way for men and women across the board that's more conducive to the work professional workplace rather than the boys club that it used to be. Anytime anytime there's an obstacle it's easy to throw up your hands and say, okay, I can't achieve my role, my goals. There's an obstacle. But anytime a person um, creates an obstacle, they create a, a, a vulnerability. And so if men don't want to have any idea about what women are doing in the workforce, don't mentor them. Then you will see women, uh, uh, you know, so very um, authentic and this, you know, being a mentor is your ability to change their focus and their capabilities. Give that up and, and see what you get. 
And uh, um, so if I was on the other side of that equation, I'd say, okay, he's not willing to mentor me. Um, I'm going to figure out another way to do it. And it's going to go back on. That's the give and take of these situations, uh, the downside. And sometimes you don't see the downside. And these guys are being, you know, uh, I can't remember the term. I say nearsighted, but that's not it. Narrow-minded, nearsighted. Short-sighted. <laughs> Short-sighted. There you go. I knew it was one of those. That's kind of like nearsighted. Yeah, they're nearsighted. That's it. <laughs> Write it down. Uh, yeah. I'm, yeah. I'm continuing to have my my uh, verbal moments. So yeah. So don't let that stop you. Um, Especially if you're excited about what you're doing, you know, get out there and make it happen. I think that the opportunities are there. Um, there are going to be some co- compromises on the way and always hard work. I think that that's one of my, that gets me going is when somebody says, oh, you're successful. You you got a break. No, uh, there were a lot of obstacles out there and I got over those obstacles because of very hard work. So I'm excited that now that there is more equal opportunity for people to get out there and to dig in and start to make it happen. And um, yeah. it hasn't always been this way. So I'm very excited about that. So um, That's excellent. And I think that, um, you know, we need to keep promoting opportunity. And you, you used a word that I think we need to talk about in another show, and that's being relevant. You know, as yes. an employee, being relevant as a business owner being relevant, what does that mean? And why is that such a key buzzword right now? Yeah, let's talk, talk about that. You know what, yeah. uh, uh, to tie all this together, you know, with, with one obstacle creating another opportunity, I'm going to go right back to your uh, nipple gate concept. Okay. Because I, I really do want you to go out and buy clothing that <laughs> works around the uh, Facebook uh, concepts of what is allowed in uh, you know in terms of visibility of the nipple, and that'll be great for companies. They can start cranking out all kinds of uh, sheer clothing that's see through that uh, meets those uh, guidelines. See, well, so if somebody's out there that's making to divine body jewels for doing just that. If you want some really beautiful nipple coverage, that where you could be braless and have these. They're gorgeous, uh, stick-on um, nipple covers that are have bling and sh- patterns and their cu- colors. Divine Body Jewels, go buy some from Etsy, from their account. These, they're really spe- spectacular, and they stay on even in the water. So if you want to be a little bit naked, like at a pool uh, with the other adults, then you could wear one of these and uh, get away with it and feel like you've still got a little something on. And it, it, yeah. gets, it gets us past the Facebook uh, bots. Well, again, this is where anytime there's an obstacle, um, there, there's an opportunity, and that's the best way to try to keep it positive. So we get to end this show on a positive note, dear. So I um, always enjoy uh, doing the show with you. I wish I was right with you so I could see your facial expressions. Me too. Next week we will be doing the show together. So, all right, if you want to sponsor the show, give us a jingle, Dr. Nancy at drnsp.com, and let us know what your thoughts, feelings, and desires are. 
Yeah, vote with your dollars. Week, we need we need your support if we're going to continue this show. Yes. All right. I'll till next week. Make sure you laugh more, love harder, and kiss longer. And I owe you some kisses, babe. All right, love. All right. Have a great day. Thank you for joining us this week for the Conscious Living Show. Be sure to join Dr. Nancy, Dr. Mark, and their guests next Tuesday at noon Eastern Time and 9 a.m. Pacific Time on Voice America Health & Wellness. Have a healthy, sexy week in every way.